Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello. Hello. I am Jelly Cleaver. I am Beth Hopkins. And this is We Call It Yes. 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 yes. It's Yes time. Excellent. Yeah. (laughs) Why do we call it Yes? Um, That was a very long um, joke, which which kind of we kept doing for too long. Yeah. It involves Anchorman and the jazz flute moment. Jazz jazz flute. When he says, it's actually a soft J. (laughs) Jazz flute. So there you go. That's why. Well, we're back in our um, lounge womb, but it's not so much of a womb anymore. We're under a lot of blankets. We have a lot of construction. Yes. We're in a very precarious scenario where if either of us moves, we could be killed. But, you know, what a way to go. You know, um, it would be very sad to report um, that we call it Yaz. Uh, founders have been crushed by blankets and died. Yeah, would be, but you know what? It'd be fair enough. You mm. know, brought that upon ourselves. Yes, <laughs> trying to get you that dead, dead sound. Dead, dead sound. Hope I you hope appreciate you it. Appreciate it. Hey, we're super excited for this guy's episode because we've got two amazing interviews coming later. Mm-hmm. So the the first one we've got Oscar Jerome, ooh, ooh, who is awesome. Um, he's an amazing guitarist, singer, composer, he's a producer. producer. Yeah. He's kind of everything. Yeah, like gardener. Gardener. We'll find yes. out more. Fantastic. Yeah, listen in later. And we're also in the, we're going to be interviewing Will Heaton as well, who is in Ebby Soda, the VV Experience, Queen Colobus. Uh, he plays with Ash Walker. He plays with Chloe Bajor. He plays with everybody. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's he's a producer, composer, trombone player. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah basically, he just <laughs> plays everything and does everything. He's he makes weird legend. sounds. He does make weird Did sounds. You... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we make weird sounds and he makes weird sounds and we make them together and then we make music. Yeah. A lot of weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but we thought we'd start off today's show with a, a little bit of dancey tunes because we've been doing some dancing, haven't we, We've been we, doing Jenny? a little bit of dancing. What have you been up to, Beth? Well, in lockdown, I've been doing, um, yeah, lots of knitting. Oh, really? And sewing. That's no, a lie. That's I know a that's a lie. lie. I was trying to make make it out that I was a really good artist, but yeah, I have not been doing that. Um, I'm very bad at art. My brother actually told me that I haven't progressed at art since I was five years old. To be fair, you were an advanced five-year-old. Yeah, to be fair, I was the Van Gogh of my generation. Since then, not so much. <laughs> Just not so much. Um, but also, I've been doing lots of dancing because me and Jelly and one of our Disco bands called All Day Breakfast Cafe have just been laying down some tunes. Yeah, we're working on demos. Demos, demos. in the lockdown. Demos in the lockdown. Demos in the lockdown. Yeah, I'm not sure how we're going to... Hopefully, at some point, we'll have a socially distanced studio set up. We can... 
Yes. Go into. With many structures, many, more blankets. More, yeah, maybe more we can, blankets. We just need lots of blankets. Yeah, can you send us some blankets, please? <laughs> Text in uh, for our address and just send us blankets. Yeah. And cake. Soft ones. Soft ones. They must be soft. <laughs> if anyone sends us a hard blanket, I will be very cross. Isn't cross a great word? Cross. <laughs> I love it. It's just like, I'm so cross with you because it just doesn't sound like the thing it is. Cross. I feel like you should. I mean, you are a teacher. Yeah, that's I am a teacher. That's your teacher yeah. voice. I say, I'm very cross with you. Oh, oh, I oh did you feel that? Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to lighten things up. We're going to play a disco tune. Yeah. <laughs> So back in back in the day, um, DJ Jelly on the plates, as my alter ego is known, um, <laughs> I had a couple of a couple of residencies, and one of them was at the White Hart in um, New Cross. And- Cross. Oh, God, <laughs> I just love that word. Just carry on. Just carry on. <laughs> um, in New Cross, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, which I don't know if you know, it, it's a, it's a bit of a bar. It's like a, a bar. Yeah, and um, I had a uh, eleven till three a.m. slot. Where I would play, on Saturday night, where I would play solid disco. That is the amazing. The most solid of disco. <laughs> so solid. You think of disco, think of it as like a hard marble rock. That is what you had for four hours straight. <laughs> I, I just, I just love, I just love my disco. You do love your disco. I really do. Do you, would you always wear flares? Um, no, I, I had many different outfits. Of course. Once yeah. I went as a dinosaur. <laughs> Do you know what the, the most amazing thing about you living with you, Jelly Kaliba, is the fact that you come out of your room every day with a different outfit on that I have never seen before. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I have seen you pretty much every day since uh, 2018, May. Like, that is that's unbelievable. It's two years worth. But, mate, you remember when we moved into to the house and yeah. I had... Um, my half of my room was filled up with crates of clothes. Yeah, that's and true. I, somehow I got them into two wardrobes. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. And when you had that wardrobe delivered, <laughs> that was a hilarious thing. It suddenly turned up outside just like, I found a free wardrobe. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mate Josh, who I had to break his van to get it into. <laughs> oh, God, that sacrifice. Broke his van. What so a legend. Well, he lives in his van. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> So on that note, we're going to play you a lovely disco tune. Um, So I hope you're all going to have a little boogie around your lounge, just like we're going to have now under these hot blankets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is Somebody Else's Guy by Jocelyn Brown. I can't get off my horse And I can't let you go You are the one Hello, everybody, and we are here now with Oscar Jerome, amazing guitarist, composer. Uh, what else do you do, Oscar? Hello. Um, what else do I do? I don't know. I've been doing a bit of gardening today. I'm a. I suppose. Suppose you call me a producer as well, composer, songwriter, singer, guitarist, all of those things. Super talented. Um, okay, so yeah, how is how is lockdown going for you? Um. 
lockdowns are going all right. Yeah, it's been um, it's been it's been emotional up and ups and downs, but mm. it's been it's been really nice. The first the first couple of well, it's not been really nice. Obviously, the reason that I'm locked down is terrible. But in terms of like, I did spend a quite a lot of time with my parents the first couple of months. I went and stayed with them and my little brother. So I've because I've been touring so much the last few years, I've barely spent more than a few days with them um you know at, at a time um for yeah for years so i was there for like a solid two months which was pretty nice and apart from that yeah, i've just been making time to do a lot of stuff that i've been meaning to do like nice. getting on getting on the practice um <laughs> yeah get learning learning some jazz tunes again and stuff and i don't know just cooking <laughs> cooking all right because i know um because you, you said like george benson is a big influence for you haven't you yeah, I love George Benson. Yeah, he's probably the first jazz guitarist that I like properly got into. Mm. And do you, can you like do you kind of hear some of his influence in your music? Um, I would say so. To be honest, when I listen to it, I don't hear it. But other people have said to me, "Oh, you sound like you really like George Benson." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I do." But <laughs> because I've always like his, he's just so like incredible in terms of like his speed and dexterity on the instrument, and it's mm-hmm. something. He, at a level that I've never come close to reaching. So I, I kind of feel like my playing style is is quite different. But I don't know. I suppose there's there's things that work their way in there. And are there any other, like, guitarists who you've been, um, like, transcribing or have been inspiring for you? Um, Jimi Hendrix is another big one for me. Um, and um, Frank Zappa as well. Hey, okay. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then on more on more like jazz guitarists like Wes Montgomery, Kenny Burrell, Grant Green, Charlie Christian. I don't know all all of them lot. Yeah, uh, John John Schofield. Nice. Um, so yeah, I wanted to t- chat about um, the new music you've got out. Like it's it's um, it's so exciting. You've got um, have you got a new album coming? I've got a new album coming out. Yeah, on July the tenth. July the tenth. Hey. Um, and did you want to talk a little so with a lot of the um, artwork you're putting out at the moment you've kind of got like you're squashed behind a screen kind of thing and then you <laughs> you're kind of moving about a little bit <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you like what was the concept behind that like how did you come up with that idea um, well the, the original album artwork was uh, the concept for that was um, was I don't know it came up by came up with, came up with by Lue Sammy, who's like an old friend I used to live with. He's an um, illustrator and graphic designer. Um, and yeah, he was just like, oh, I feel like this would look really, this would look really cool. And like, we're kind of, kind of a bit creepy, but a bit funny <laughs> as well. Um, and then, yeah, we just kind of, we then took that concept and used it with the video for the Give Back What You Stole From Me. Mm. Um, and this guy, Liam Painter, he, um, well, he got me to just like scan my face like a million times, like saying all the different <laughs> syllables of every word and then put them together. Um, but yeah, that was Louis that came up with that thing. I, I would want, I would like to say it like represents some deep thing, but to be honest, I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. You can always make up something deep later when, when you get asked yeah, again. Yeah, that's what I probably will do. Okay. Like, it's usually what happens. <laughs> cool and actually so give back for what you stole from me is um it's your new single and um 
and a lot of the lyrics kind of focus on um, kind of money and that that kind of thing. I just wanted to chat to you a little bit about like your lyrics and and what you think about that. Um, well, uh, yeah, give back what you stole from me. That I actually wrote this song a very very long time ago, and there's another version of it out from my on my first EP. Um, and originally when I was writing that, I mean, it's a very bla- they're very like blatant lyrics, like quite like. A lot, probably more, a lot more so than I would write now. I think I generally try and write things a bit more subtle now. Okay. Um, but when I was writing that, that was about like the LIBOR scan- scandal. Mm. And the banks were uh, like lots of bankers were manipulating interest rates to to make money, which then like ended up with a lot of normal people losing money. And I don't know, but then it was just kind of in a wider sense about greed and capitalism and stuff. Mm. But then I, th- I suppose it, like I don't know, I don't know if you feel this or whatever with things that, but like with things that I write, often I they kind of change over time. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the meaning can even change over, uh, like for me, like so I would say those lyrics. It's quite a universal thing in a way. It's kind of just talking about capitalism. But for now, when I sing that, I'm kind of thinking more about. Well, in the current climate, it's like human life. People's, mm. people's lives have been stolen. Yeah, for sure. By in, inept, inept people caring more about wealth than, than just regular people, basically. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there is a lot of political uh, sort of themes in my songs. Mm. And often I find it's quite hard to completely put them all into words because there can be loads of different things running at alongside each other at the same time yeah um yeah like uh, what other kind of themes do you do you do in your music like what other kind of things have inspired you to write um well that that song uh your saint which is the single i released before this mm. you stole from me that's inspiration for that was well, well the original concept I, I was in paris and i was like I'd been staying there for a week. I was with my brother and like, um, I was just seeing a lot of, uh, Syrian refugees in the, in the metro stations there. And I feel like in, in the UK, like obviously we hear so much about the, um, crisis of like people having to flee from Syria and other, yeah, other places in the Middle East. And, but it's still we're still quite sheltered from it in terms of actually seeing those people Mm. and it was the um but also you know we're countries countries like france or or the uk or whatever are supposed to be song are supposed to be countries that are their their society is based on christian values right and i was in a way i was kind of just talking about how how hypocritical uh we are to think that you know we we deserve something more than someone else um when we're we're supposedly running our country off these values and blah blah blah. i got yeah i'm not i'm not explaining it very well but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was another thing i I suppose i'm in two minds about making overtly political music though it's something that i i struggle with a little a little bit because I feel like it's one thing to kind of talk about something, but I think you have to also make sure that you're actually doing some some things to kind of 
help people because it can become quite a self-conscious thing mm. like to be like oh look at me i'm good i i care about this thing yeah so yeah it's a it's a thing it's a it's a strange thing to navigate really yeah do you think though like you speaking about the themes and, and kind of getting people to think about it do you think that is like in a way doing some good like doing some activism as well i mean i hope so that is yeah i suppose that is the aim is to try and you know influence people's thought make them perhaps think about stuff in a more emotional way than they would have yeah you hear things on the news and everyone's just a number but with music you can really connect with something on an emotional level and mm. it can really make you f feel something so I, I i hope i hope that it can do that yeah. yeah are there any like kind of um other artists who who kind of inspire you in in that kind of way the way they kind of have a political message um definitely Gil Scott Heron. Mm. Um Bob Dylan as well. Um I mean yeah, there's loads. Bob Marley, <laughs> Steel Pulse as well. Steel yeah. Pulse is really really um Oh, I like, don't know them. I should check them out. You don't know them. Yeah, now they they're British reggae bands. Nice. They're really really sick. Cool. Um Okay, well, that's super interesting. Um, very uh, important stuff as well. I, I actually have a slightly less important question, but one which has been burning my mind for many years. <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember a couple of years back, you, you played at a Love Supreme Jazz Festival uh -huh. and you had like the most beautiful, shiny Gibson guitar I have ever seen. Do you, do you was it sparkly? Was it sparkly yeah, it was, silver? It was one? the sparkly silver one. I, I, I still have I still have dreams about this guitar. Where, oh really? Where did you get you, it from? You know what? I was actually a, there's actually a very funny story about that guitar. <laughs> so, but uh, well, funny and slightly sad. But oh no! The, so that I kind of got a bit of a hook up with Gibson, and they they were lending me guitars for a bit. They still do like when I go on tour and stuff. Um, and I was just like. I borrowed one guitar off them once and I was just kind of like so nervous about it. I was just like, oh, I just got to borrow like, I don't know, is this one okay? And then the next time I went, I was kind of more confident. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get like a ridiculous guitar <laughs> that just looks sick. And there's something that I would probably never buy. And then I found that sparkly hollow body Les Paul. I was like, yes, I'm taking this, I'm taking this uh, away with me this summer. Um, but actually, EasyJet, bloody snap the neck of that guitar <laughs> I, I i took it to to worldwide festival i remember i was playing it like on the cliff top like with the sun shining sparkling off the like off the the shiny silver look feeling like a boss and then yeah on the way home when i got it off the plane like off the plane i opened it it was snapped through the like where the headstock meets the neck <laughs> that was sad i had to pay quite a lot of money <laughs> oh shit that's the saddest thing I, I think i've ever heard oh, yeah no. but it got fixed it got fixed and this i mean i don't know who's got it now but yeah oh, <laughs> oh well thanks that's really settled my mind or unsettled me i'm not sure which one yet um but but while, but while i kind of get over that that shocking news um i can we play one of your tunes to play out this amazing interview uh yeah sure we can uh play my most recent single uh which is called give back what you stole from me mm -hmm. 
What a pleasure it was to be uh, interviewing Oscar Jerome. Thank you so much for being on on the show. It was awesome. So the last tune you just heard was Give Back What You Stole From Me. From Um, me. From me. Give Back What You Stole From Me.